Okay, good morning, everybody. It's Lacey Frazier here with Whole Soul School and Foundation. I'm here with my friend Renata McConnell for our February 2020 Mind Body Spirit Fitness Podcast. And I am so excited to be sitting here with Renata. Renata lives in Chapel Hill and is a, I would say, probably world-renowned international energy medicine practitioner. Uh, and I've been trying to get Renata to speak with me on this podcast uh, for, for a number of months, and, and I finally tracked her down. She's in Chapel Hill for a minute, and so uh, she agreed to speak with me today, and I'm so excited about that and so very grateful. So thank you, Renata, for being here. Well, thank you, Lacey, for having me. Absolutely. So, Renata, I... Uh, I have ventured into the world of energy medicine only in the last probably maybe seven years of my life, and I've kind of looked at it from a lot of different sides, and in a lot of my teachings, I talk to people about the importance of energy, even just raising awareness of ourselves as energetic beings and our energetic, we have an energetic field, and and there is a real wave, a real movement, in my opinion, uh, in, our, in our culture and our humanity today uh, in the direction of energy medicine. It's, it's really kind of coming into the forefront, I think. At least that's my experience. And I have been following your work now for several years. And so I am just thrilled to have you on to talk a little bit about yourself as a healer and as an energy medicine practitioner and maybe even more specifically at some point, the quantum crystalline healing energy medicine that you have brought through and that you offer so many people in our community. So may, maybe you could talk a little bit about yourself as, as a healer in this day and age. Okay, well, thank you, Lacey. I think as a healer, I'm kind of an eclectic mix, which many healers are. We're picking up modalities from all over the place, plus some of us are bringing them in from other lifetimes and awakening to gifts uh, spontaneously, and I think that's what happened to me. In 2013, I was downloaded with the full teachings of quantum crystalline energy healing, which ranges from chakras one through seven up to 33, the Christ frequency of chakras, and the full encompassing of crystalline energy is opening the four heart chakras, the four heart chambers in within the heart, and each of us has four chambers, and often there's a block in each one, and once they are released, then we start to feel our heaven on earth embodiment, and when you feel that, you know it's true. So that's, I start from one through seven, and then depending on the client, we broach into the heart chakra chambers, which is just becoming available in 2020. Mm -hmm. So the work that I've been doing for seven years has been preparing people, the earth grids, whatever, for this awakening. So people will be stumbling around the heart chambers pretty yeah, soon. Wow. So you said seven years you've mm -hmm. been sort of preparing, helping prepare people and humanity in general. What, what have you always been a healer? No, I came to it reluctantly. When Spirit gave me this gift, I was actually quite frustrated and told them to take it back. I didn't want to do it this lifetime. So I spent probably five of the past seven years really rejecting the work, even though I was doing it, rejecting being a healer and 
the whole guru type feeling that comes with that. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to work with the people around me and mm -hmm. that was enough. But had you, had you, were you tuned in prior to even sort of getting spiritual guidance to move in this direction? Were you already tuned in to just energy in general yes. or was this whole world brand new to you? No, I didn't realize I was in tune to it. I was an intuitive energy painter. Spirit came through and I painted. I was never a painter before. Prior to that, I did feng shui, which is all energy. I just didn't connect Absolutely. the dots. Absolutely, right, right. <laughs> so yeah. I was moving energy out of homes uh, using feng shui. My typical feng shui with object placement always moved into an energetic clearing. And the paintings that I brought through were to hold an embodiment of energy or to clear a space. I didn't connect the dots. All of a sudden I was awakened to quantum crystalline energy healing, but I was really being prepared since I was a young child, seven years old to 10 years old. My mom would come home from work and I'd rearrange the whole house with a wow. pushing things around. So this has been a long time coming. Yeah. I just didn't notice it until the full activation in 2013. Yeah. And, and for, that's so cool. I, I love how sort of in hindsight, we see mm -hmm. the breadcrumbs that we follow that we don't always consciously know we're following, mm -hmm. right. And guided by. And, um, for those who may not know completely about what feng shui is and, and, um, and the energy paintings that you did, I mean, you've done a nice job explaining it, but I just want to elaborate a little bit about Feng Shui in general is sort of, would you say it's, it's really the, the moving objects, uh, it has to do with decorating your home, moving objects, clearing space by, by moving the energy in the home, by moving objects and redecorating and resorting things within the home, decluttering, things mm -hmm. like that. You're actually moving energy. Absolutely. Around, through. And the biggest part of feng shui is intention. So when you move these things with intention to bring in your manifestations or to release things, you purchase or place objects in a certain place with intention, that's where the magic happens. Okay. Okay. So you can unconsciously, you know, move things around and that's great. You'll get a different manifestation. But if you say, okay, this is what I want. This is kind of when I want it. And what do I need to do? Like now I move crystals into certain places that are really high frequency, almost like chakra points or vortex points within your home. Well, you place an object or a crystal in that with intention. It's very powerful. So it's the same with the art and it's the same with the human body, moving energy with intention using specific spots or specific crystals with, a, with an intention to shift or move into a new vibration. It happens. And so have you been, do you still do the feng shui as a, as a matter of practice for others? Um, occasionally. Uh -huh. when, okay. when you're called to. Yes, when it, it matches the frequency of the person I'm working with that it's, it would be a really good thing to do when mm -hmm. it just becomes obvious. Like this morning you told me you were rearranging your kitchen. I'm like, oh, you're moving energy. Like sometimes moving energy feels a little rough. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes yeah. it feels very high frequency because yeah. it's old stuff you're breaking up. Yeah, very and, much feel mm -hmm. that in our kitchen. We've had, yeah. It's the original kitchen. We've had oh, it okay. for like 18 years and there's a lot of, oh, yeah. a lot of uh, 
Well, positive and negative energy yeah. that, that, that we can feel in, in the kitchen over the years. And so we're thrilled to have it, have it. Yeah. Letting go. Yeah. And then with the intention to bring in this high frequency, the experiences you want to have in that yeah. kitchen, the feelings you want to have. Yes. yes. It's very powerful. Before it's kind of unconscious and we muck around and sometimes it's in other people's energy. Yes. Sometimes it's our own creation or miscreation, I would tell it. And now you're like, oh, you've got this opportunity to start over. And and what's amazing is just uh, is that is that the kitchen was very dark, dark mm-hmm. wood, mm-hmm. dark countertop, mm-hmm. and now and everything's white. We're bringing in oh, everything's I white. I noticed that <laughs> that's happening around the world. There's yes. a lot of light white. Yes. Uh, decorating yes. going on. It feels very right. Yeah. So. Clean. Clean yeah. lines. Yeah. So, and then the energy painting, I've always loved your work and I wondered if you could talk a little bit about that and if you're still painting or is, is that something that, that you're not doing anymore? Um, I'm not doing paintings right now. They're on hold because I'm oh, doing a lot of other creations with energy. So when spirit calls me to pick up the brush again, I will. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a painter prior to starting. I, it started with a vivid dream of three canvases and I woke up the next morning and said I think I'm supposed to paint and I went out and bought the cheapest paint I mean and the cheapest brushes where the the bristles fell off and the cheapest everything because I thought what the heck's this but I learned through that process trying to recreate the dream how to mix color how to bring through or just listen to what I was shown and then the same week I was shown a vision of these I call them like squiggle paintings on across my table and thought okay what is that and how can I do that and I went out and found at the time fabric paint to make the puffy squiggle that I saw and then I went into meditation when spirit told me to and I squiggled out the design and then I left it to dry and sometimes it's a week two weeks a month and I would I would hear go back and paint it and then I could only use the colors I was t- told to use which they were all watercolors at the time and then a picture would emerge and most of those paintings, the energy paintings, I call them, the watercolors were all done for somebody. And it was, for the most part, someone who had passed away. So mm. an energy came through, told me, and then I gifted it to the mom, the dad, wow. the person. So that was really interesting to have that experience and then to have to share that experience with the receiver. Yes. Yes, it took a lot of courage. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Back in 2005, before this was even coming through, like it was such an experience. Yeah. And then it moved into the acrylic paintings where spirit brought through, whether it was bliss, cosmic heartbeat, whatever it was I was told to, to create, I had to stay in the vibration the whole time while I was creating, like a meditation told what paints to use, what, where to do the brush strokes, everything. It was just spirit moving through me. Mm-hmm. And those pieces that you see here now are living energies, mm-hmm. living pieces of work. This one behind us is called uh, healing. I have one at home. It's integrity. This one's bliss. So they all hold that frequency. Yeah, and yeah. that's what I was going to say for those who who have ever, um, who, who may not understand kind of, a more expanded explanation is that these are radiating yes. frequencies. They're mm. radiating energies. They're alive. So when you, they're alive. So when you create them in that frequency, they hold the frequency mm-hmm. and they give off the frequency. Yes. 
So I, I just would imagine that 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 could transform a space instantly. Absolutely. The one at home called Integrity Spirit said it clears 10,000 square feet. So I tested it with my dousing rods and it says 10,000 square feet. So that's pretty incredible. And wow. one of my pieces is displayed at Duke Children's Hospital. Mm. It's called Heart to Heart Connection. That came through as a transmission. And a lot of my paintings were donated because they came through as a transmission through spirit where they wanted to go. So they do hold that frequency and they're holding a space. And when you asked about the feng shui, well, it started to get into the paintings held the frequency mm -hmm. and now the crystals hold the frequency. Mm -hmm. And especially if you get rid of the clutter and all the mess, then they can do their work without any obstruction. Right, right. So that kind of brings us up to your, your stepping into kind of what almost feels like a level or a phase of, of this energy work that you've been doing for a long time. So mm -hmm. it really it sounds like it began with the feng shui and it moved into your painting and your artwork. Mm -hmm. And then you started to move into working with, with crystals at a much higher level and, and also bringing, bringing through you uh, a specific uh, energy healing modality. Mm -hmm. Could you talk a little bit about that? About the crystalline energy yeah. healing? So the quantum crystalline energy healing came in in 2013, and it's a high-frequency, multi-dimensional energy healing practice that can clear your issues that you are currently dealing with, past life, future life, and on different dimensions. So it's really, um, well, I can say it's a high-frequency healing modality, a little bit different than Reiki. I'm a Reiki master teacher, so I know that frequency. Okay. I'm also an attuned shaman, so I also know that frequency. By comparison, I can tell you that crystalline energy healing is a multi-dimensional, high-frequency, beautiful modality that works on a very different level. And would you say, because you've said high is it a higher frequency than than the other things you've mentioned or is I it not really so. okay I okay. believe so and when you say frequency we're really I mean for those who are just entering the world of, of energy and energy medicine it's kind of like I sometimes when I explain it to people who really don't have this language at all sort of like fine-tuning that radio dial right you know and sometimes you get a station that's kind of coming in and out and sometimes you get a station that's clear and then sometimes you get a crystal clear yeah. station. Um, is that sort of how, how it works that you can feel the, the frequency that you're tuning into yes. each with each of these modalities? Yes, definitely. Okay. It's like if you took a, a rod and you pinged a rock from outside and just kind of go, uh -huh. and then you took a crystal <coughs> goblet and went, bing. Right. There's the difference. Okay. It's not one's better than the other it's just a different frequency it's just a different. and when you're dealing with shifting some of these root base really thick kind of issues that you might have maybe money issues or marriage issues or things like that that might be a, a lower frequency that you're clearing out especially when you're I think when you first start with energy you're moving out the big boulders like okay I need to get rid of this I need to, and sometimes you need the earthy kind of modalities it doesn't mean you can't use crystalline as well but it feels like um, different type of modalities would work well with that. And as you get 
moving through some of your issues, then sometimes a higher frequency is required, or maybe it's a different dimension. It has nothing to do with this lifetime. Right, right. And you need a, a modality for that. So as a as a practitioner, what does this what does this look like when you're working with somebody? Do you do it? Are they lying on a table and and like a Reiki session kind of, or or do you do it remotely or both? It's both. Okay. Both. I have clients all over the world that I work with remotely from computer screen or most often on the phone because I can track the energy really well on the phone without having to look at a human body and, yeah, and, get and pick up the, yeah, yeah. the read on that. But if it's something that clients want, then I often do that. But truthfully, it's on the phone for the most part for people all over the world. In my practice in Chapel Hill, it's on a massage table. Clients would come in, talk for a little bit, and I get a read about what's going on through what they're saying, the way the energy speaking to me. Uh, I'm always curious and open and don't ever have an agenda because spirit leads the whole healing practice. And then at a certain point, they'll be on the table with the level of crystals based on what we're working on will be put out across their body. Often they wear light colored clothing so that the crystals can move through better, their frequency, their geometric shapes, their own signature. They work as a set. They go on once they go on. They work as a complete set rather than the crystals yes, that you yes. you are actually physically using the crystals on their body. Yes. Okay. And then I work to clear whatever it is the issue that they came in saying that they wanted cleared, and it can go. It can travel wherever to the, its originating point. So mm -hmm. we'd say like originating wound. Maybe it was when you were seven. Maybe it was an another lifetime. Maybe it was when you were in utero. Maybe it was last week, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it just clears it off and your body comes back into a state of homeostasis and harmony with that removed. And quite often people don't even remember having the issue after. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Wow. So powerful. And and I just want to let, let people know that I've had the privilege of being a recipient of your work on a number of occasions and it, it's incredible. It really is incredible, the clarity that one feels within themselves with this work. So um, I also wanted to just share a little bit with our listeners about the the shop, the mm -hmm. space that you've created here in Chapel Hill. I think it's very unique. Uh, and maybe you could talk a little bit about, about because I know at one point you had you had it in your home. Mm -hmm. You sold crystals out of your home. You did your work out of your home and, and you were fairly recently called to move out of your home and create your own, um, independent space, uh, separate from the home. So maybe you could talk a little bit about that. Yes. That was another one of my callings. <laughs> <laughs> I came home from a trip to Lourdes where I interfaced with mother Mary, Mary Magdalene energy and came home, woke up the next morning and said, that's it. It's over. You're out. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm looking at the crystals in my dining room and thinking, okay, so what do you do? I go for a walk and think, what was that? I went for a walk through my neighborhood, 45 minutes, popped up in this neighborhood in Winmore in Chapel Hill and saw this space totally empty, looked in and thought, oh, my healing space can go there. My crystals can go out front. My artwork can go on here on the walls. It was totally the way I envisioned or was shown back in 2013, a little bit smaller, but the same elements right down to the leather couches you were talking about this morning. Mm -hmm. 
And then I called the realtor, met with her the next day, walked through it, and said, yeah, this is my space. Wow. I moved in. And I was really nervous. I was really nervous because I was used to being very highly vetted. And, you know, you had to know someone to know someone to know someone to, to see me. And here I was out in the public. Even though this is removed, for me, it felt like being right yeah. in the middle of New York City. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. really nervous about it. Yeah. And how do you feel now? Oh, wonderful. I love mm-hmm. the people I meet. I trust that, you know, people who are supposed to find me do. Mm-hmm. I feel the space is really high frequency, and it's a place where people can come in, and they don't have to buy a crystal. They don't have to do anything. They can just receive this nurturing, high-frequency energy that I felt in Lourdes. So I feel like it came back with me, mm-hmm. and this is part of my offering. Yes. Well, and I can just attest that I... I walk in the door here and like, I feel like my blood pressure goes way, way down and my heart rate goes down and I just feel uh, just bathed and soothed and nurtured every time I walk in this space. And it's such a gift that you're giving, you know, humanity, let alone the community in Chapel Hill. So you, so one does have to um, find their way here. It's Mm -hmm. not something they're going to just pass by. No. Okay. Um, and then the last thing I wanted to just ask you about is, is you do do a lot of traveling. You travel all over the world. Uh, sometimes it, and this is just my, what I've seen is that you are, you travel around the world to seek the highest frequency, high quality crystals, Mm -hmm. but you also travel because you're called to travel to clear energy in certain parts of the world. Is that an accurate Yes, that's another part of my job description on earth this time, I think, Um, which is not that bad of a calling, but I've been called all over the world, and today is Valentine's Day, and I've gone all over the world on Valentine's Day, opening up divine portals of love in Venice and uh, a lot in North Carolina, Mount Mitchell, Black Mountain, um, Chimney Rock, several places to shift the energy, and those were actually pretty dense energy. There were a lot of work. I've actually been called to Mount Mitchell a couple times, but all over the world. And I go where I'm called and it's kind of like an inner GPS and people who've traveled with me actually find it quite fascinating to watch just going this way, that way, turn left or right until, you know, I find the exact spot and it's like probably hitting an acupuncture point. I know it. And then I do a little ceremony, whatever I'm called to do often, bury a crystal. I've brought rhodochrosite all over the world. That seems to be what spirit asked me to bring. So, and I bring it in a heart shape and dig a little hole in Venice. I threw it in the canal where outside of a church, most of them, the coordinates are near a specific church, which I don't know at the time, mm-hmm. you know, just walking around um, till I find it. So yes, I've been called all over the world to clear or activate mm-hmm. portals and I typically do it alone or with one one other person um, that's just been the way I've been called to do it yeah and keep it very clear yeah and I just recently got back from Sedona where I didn't realize I was doing one there thought <laughs> I was vacationing <laughs> I usually spirit knows me very well hey Renata you want to go on a vacation oh yeah sure oh while you're there will you mind doing this <laughs> When I land, think, oh, man. So that's how it kind yeah. of works for me. I imagine it's, um, 
you know, we were talking about this a little bit earlier, but just living this kind of life is um, just on the one hand, amazing and miraculous and so rewarding and purposeful because you are really uh, clearing the energies on a very dense planet. Mm -hmm. Um, But on the other hand, I also imagine that it's, you have to stay so conscious and aware because wherever you go, whoever you interact with, there is no experience that you have that isn't energy laden in some Mm -hmm. way and that impacts you. Yes. And I think I, as I shared today, I often see that in hindsight and sometimes like I'm talking an hour later, like, whoa, what was that that I just moved or something, or I'm feeling it in my body and I'm not feeling totally aligned. And I realized, wow, I just moved a lot of energy, whether it was through the gem show or through a, a certain piece of land that's can be ancient ancestor memories and stuff. And I go walking through not realizing sometimes that I'm actually clearing it. I think I'm just going for a hike, mm-hmm. but I'm actually, everything is very energy laden. Yes. I think you really hit it and you really spoke to what I was feeling when I just came back into the shop after a few days of doing a whole bunch of massive clearing on many dimensions. And sometimes, yeah. Yeah, it's overwhelming. Yeah, sometimes it's overwhelming. Well, I, I feel very grateful that you are were willing to talk with me today about all of this. I think your work is critical. I think it's um, powerful. And I just feel really blessed to know you and, and um, to be able to interact with you and, and call you my friend. So um, thank you so much for being with me today. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you, Lacey, for having me <laughs> and for being such a supporter of the work in me. And I really feel your grounding support, which is mm. often what I need. And I thank Spirit and the Universe for giving this to me. Um, it's really a privilege and a unique opportunity, I think. I'm sure there's lots of other people out there doing very similar work all around the world. But it's unique to me. Yes. And it's a, a unique experience to be back in a lifetime where I can really help other people and the planet. Like Gaia, you know, she's sharing these beautiful crystals with us, but there's also a stewardship for me to go back yes. and share the energy and help clear her. So we have, uh, oh, I can feel that. I just got to chill too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a coexistence between her and I. I go clear those portals wherever I'm called. And I'm gifted with these crystals to share with people. And I think I just made that connection right now. <laughs> um, well, it's, it, it's just uh, the, 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 the feeling I get is just the ultimate and sacred partnership. Yes. Between you and the earth yeah. and, and humanity, you yeah. know. I love them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're your babies. Yeah. Um, Not only the crystals, but humanity yeah. and people and what everybody's going through. Yeah. You know, there's, we are all divine love. We're all divine beings. We've forgotten our sovereignty. And I'm here to help remind you, whether it's with a crystal balance, with a crystal, with a piece of art, it's to bring you back into that heart, Mm. into your sacred partnership with your own sovereignty, your own heart. Mm. That's what I'm doing. doesn't matter what I'm doing on the outside. It all comes down to that, that sacred heart activation. Well... Thank you, Renata, for everything you're that you're doing for all of us. Uh, and I want to thank everybody for listening today. And you can find us at www.wholesoulschoolandfoundation.org. 
And we have a couple more podcasts scheduled to release this month in February, the month of love. <laughs> and uh, and we just thank everybody out there who's supporting our mission and, and supporting Whole Soul School and Foundation. So thank you, Renata. Thank you, Lacey. Thank you, our listeners. Thank you, Marie. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, until next time.